What's up, Dunwoody? On this episode, we step out of our comfort zone a bit. Over the past couple years, I've heard a lot of great things about the theater program at Dunwoody High School and of the teacher, Mr. David Gay. So uh, we thought it'd be fun to visit him at the school, help get some people to their Mamma Mia show that starts tomorrow and runs through the weekend. David's doing a lot of cool stuff at the school. He teaches all kinds of different classes. And as a parent of two elementary school students, I can't wait to get them into David's public speaking. Uh, he calls it speech course and getting them comfortable with being uncomfortable up on stage. Cause I think that's such an important thing as you get older. Um, so yeah, it's a great conversation. We really enjoyed it. Uh, if you're new here, this is what we do. We try to get the best people and the best stories around the city and help raise awareness for those. If you know of a person or a business that should be featured here, send me a message. We charge nothing and we expect nothing in return. But if you do want to support us and the show, here's what you can do. My co-host Justin Dyke has a small business called PoolDues.com where they modernize your old school swim and tennis club. Many of the clubs all around Dunwoody already use his services, but you're, if you're part of a neighborhood board that doesn't, you should definitely check out PoolDues.com. It will change everything. I'm a real estate agent with eXp Realty. My name is Matt Weber. I guess I left that out. If, uh, if you know anybody that's looking for an agent to hold their hand through this crazy low inventory market, I'm your man. Even if you're looking to just bounce some ideas off somebody or get some market tips, hit me up, 404-502-8683. But the number one way that you can support the show is to support our great sponsor, Dr. Brett Friedman at Village Orthodontics. There's been a lot of orthodontists come and go over the last years, like since I've known Brett and paid attention to this. Um, I guess a lot of orthodontic practices get bought and sold fairly often. The problem is, you know, you need their services for an extended amount of time. Like braces take years. So when you walk in the front door, you really want to know who's going to be in your mouth that day. At Village Orthodontics, it's always Dr. Brett. Uh, during open hours, the dude is always there. He takes care of everybody. makes you feel like family. I'm not only his hype man, but I'm also a patient. My wife and my oldest child are, my wife and my oldest child are as well. Uh, apparently crooked teeth are somewhat genetic. So we'll be there a lot over the next few years. But I know Brett is not going anywhere. I know we're in good hands, so give him a call or just walk in there one day. Here is our conversation with David Gay from Dunwoody High School Theater. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. So Justin's back today. Super exciting. I've, I've missed a couple the, podcasts yeah. now. I've become the Artie Lang. You just don't know if I'm going to be here or not, yeah, right? If you have COVID or not. <laughs> uh, but today we're here with David Gay. You are the teacher... You're, you got a lot of hats here, but you're the teacher of the theater and what speech? Right. Yeah, I I wear a lot of hats. Um, I um, teach uh, the theater courses here. Uh, we teach uh, acting classes, and we also take teach a I teach a technical theater class. So we train students to use lighting and sound equipment, and then after they leave our program, they are able to get jobs in theater. Uh, because they're trained in all the equipment. And so that's a great opportunity. I also direct the plays. We do a um, just a regular play in the fall, and then in the spring we do a musical, and, and occasionally we'll go to a, a one-act competition. I also um, coach a competitive speech team. Competitive speech? Yes. And um, so we have dramatic events that um, students will take an eight to ten minute cutting from a play. They will um, play all of the characters. They move 
by voice, by physicality from one character to another. And then we travel um, across the state, across the southeastern portion of the U.S. We go to South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee for competitions. And then that leads up to a, a state championship and then ultimately going to compete at what are they graded on? Like, what, what are they what are they ranked well, on? They, you know, I tell them, um, you've got to make your judges believe you. And so... Is it like um, a debate, kind of? No. Well, there is debate. We don't do debate, but it's through, it's performance-based. Okay. And so um, it's dramatic material. Um, they can take it from a play. They can take it from a book, short story. Okay, so uh, it's theater. It's right. It's okay, the, it is theater, something. and um, but they play all the characters, and their um, costume is professional dress, just like speech and debate. So they um, guys have to wear shirt tie. Girls usually have to wear um, dress clothes. Staff and students, we are on a level three lockdown. Uh, this is an emergency drill, not an actual emergency. This is a drill. We are now practicing how to keep safe in the event of an emergency. This is a drill. All right, so we're obviously here at the Attention, high school. <laughs> faculty, staff, and students. David, what should we be doing right now? Well, teachers, please disregard the announcement. They're working on the intercom system. We are not under a lockdown drill. Please disregard the announcement. Please disregard the announcement. We are not under a lockdown drill. Trying to resolve some issues with the bell control system. Please disregard any automated announcements that come over the intercom. Oh, there's going to be more. Welcome to my world. Um, uh, Yes. Um, If this had been a, uh, considering that I couldn't get in here and y'all were locked in here, then you've done everything in the lockdown that you need to be. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we're pretty safe. Yes. (laughs) Overall. Um, Okay. uh, I guess we were talking about uh, the speech program. So, um, yeah, and we've had a lot of students who have been quite successful on the national level, and um, so that's been a great program. Uh, I've been doing both the speech program and the theater program, oh, for about, what, 26 years? Here? Uh, no, I taught, uh, originally I taught at Montana State University, I taught speech communication in public speaking, and then uh, they moved my program they decided to centralize programs, and they moved the speech program over to Missoula, Montana. I was in Bozeman, Montana, and then the high school asked me about coming over and coaching speech, and I'm like, uh, coach? And uh, and they sort of pulled me in, then a drama program was created. So I never say I went into teaching full throttle, although I'm degreed in it. It just sort of like pulled me in. And I love it. Um, and so you were more of a public speaking guy than a than a theater guy to begin. Oh with. no, I've been an actor. Oh, okay. I've been a working actor for uh, many years, not always successfully, but I've been a uh, semi working actor. And so, um, and I've directed uh, plays before I came to the high school. So, um, yeah, my degrees in speech and drama. Okay. which baffles a lot of principals and uh but they uh they keep one foot in the in the other yeah i feel like the term speech is more of like you know speech impediments and no speech scares it's more people. of like a public speaking yeah it's yeah speech scares people yeah worse than death yes they uh people fear public speaking worse than death as they say it's the number one fear yeah. and so uh i taught public speaking when i taught at alpharetta i taught like um Eight years at Bozeman, Montana, at Bozeman High School. 
Then I'm from Atlanta originally, and then I moved back to Atlanta at the request of the old folks who uh, they said, it's time for you to come home. <laughs> we need you to take care of us. And I was like, okay. And then, bam, I got a job at a brand new high school, Alpharetta High School. So I started their uh, speech program. I started their drama program. And then I was there for 11 years. And then um, someone asked me about coming to check out Dunwoody High. And I was really taken by this school when I first got here because, um, well, let me just say it was a lot more friendlier atmosphere. And when I got here for the interview, um, I was walking down the sidewalk and they were, oh, hello, sir. And I'm like, we're on a level three lockdown. Somebody keeps leading on that button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so everybody was nice to you when you got here. Oh, yeah. This is a great atmosphere. Um, it was a strong sense of community. I, I came to one of their plays. Uh, they were putting on Oklahoma, and I, I watched the audience as much as I watched what was going on on stage. And I thought, I thought the actors were good. I, I, you know, you sit there as a director and you think, hmm, what I could do with them? Hmm. Oh, and you, you know, you can't stop directing when you're a director. And then, uh, but I watched everyone in the audience and I watched how supportive and how encouraging they were and what they were seeing and the reactions they were giving. And then after the play was over, just the whole sense of community that came together. I went, yeah, this is where I want to be. That's cool. Yeah, we like it here too. Do they ever just give you the detention kids and say, work with them, the bad kids? <laughs> uh, Those are maybe I, some I, of the best actors, right? I think, <laughs> the I, ones that'll say anything. I think the comment that makes me uh, pause is, um, we think uh, John will be very good with you. He's very dramatic. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do, 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 do. that means they're a problem child. Okay. Uh, and sometimes you'll get one of those that don't mix well with another teacher. And, um, oh, my God, I had this one kid who was just, oh, he, he, was, he, he was mouthy. He was trouble. He, he was from Ireland, and he cussed like a sailor, and I got him doing tech. He, he was transformed. So it's just – and theater, what's so great about teaching theater is there's something for everyone. You know, if you're good at writing, then put them into publicity. If they're good at writing, put, get them to write a play. Uh, if they are not good on stage, get them behind stage. And there seems to be a role for everyone. Yeah, I'd be the tech guy or like the stuff in the background. I'd be like a tree, maybe. Or hooking up microphones and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. good at that. Doing yeah. the balances, you know. Yes, so. but in high school, I was yeah. not. <laughs> Well, I didn't know there was so much to the theater program that, that you've actually got kids writing the plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then you said the one coming up is Mamma Mia? Right. Um, we're doing Mamma Mia on um, March 17th, 18th, and 19th at 7 p.m. and on the 20th at 2 p.m. And we decided that uh, after uh, virtual uh, learning that we needed something bright, something fun, something that would be easily recognizable by audiences and that audience would want to come and um, uh, get, uh, have, have an evening of fun. So we, we narrowed it down to a couple, and, and we, we agreed Mamma Mia would be a really fun show for us to do. Yeah, that's one of your dad's favorites. That's a good one. Yeah, what did they have you during, doing during the pandemic? Just 
There's no virtual oh. dra- uh, drama, I guess. Or yeah, that there? was that was the Pepsi challenge. Let me <laughs> tell you. And I just I had to just get on the computer and research and research and research and see what other people were doing, and then come up with my own strategies. And um, I knew I had to keep them entertained. So good morning. Uh, <laughs> As we start this morning, let's start with our good morning song. Good morning, good morning. And that's how I would start. And um, when we were hybrid, I was up in the tech booth, isolated, and it was just like being in a sound studio, my own radio show. And so I just sort of had to rethink everything in that guise. And I knew I had to just make it fun because they would click me off. Check out, yeah. And... uh, so, oh, we came up with all sorts of assignments. I made them do a create their own reality show with reality characters that they would edit. We taught them how to edit film in the class. And so we really sort of like moved it over to sort of a film acting class with the pandemic. But, you know, you know what the old saying goes, you, you get toss lemons you just got to make the lemonade so yeah. i bet you've got some good kids in the in the theater program i mm-hmm. the, i own a restaurant in lawrenceville and a lot of my past employees have been thespians that just because I, I know they're going to smile and be nice to people and customer service and they know how to like talk chick-fil-a type mm-hmm. yeah the good kids the good kids yeah as opposed to the bad kids that you just mentioned yeah <laughs> stand by me kids right <laughs> yeah but you know you give them s- some responsibilities and i'm not a um hover and I go, okay, this is what you need to do, you need to do, and then, oh, 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 now, why did you choose to do that? Okay, talk to me, tell me, what were you thinking when you did that? Okay, what would you do next time? Okay, and get them to think for themselves instead of just um, feeding them constantly. This is what you need to do, this is what you're going to do with this. And the same thing when I, I direct the kids, it's like, um, okay, what does he want? Oh, where do you think they need to go? You think they move over there? Okay, well, why don't you try that? Well, I think I'd rather move over here. Okay, let's try that and see how that works. So I think it's very important that in teaching actors, you're teaching them to make their own decisions, and then they become more uh, independent in their thinking process. Yeah. Do you allow for this Mamma Mia? Are you directing it, or are mm-hmm. you let, yeah. allowing other people to direct it? Or? Yeah, we have. Um, I'm, I'm directing... Uh, and then we have a, um, uh, a musical director, and then we have um, a choreographer. Okay. And so we work as a team and um, in rehearsal. And we're Are sure. those students? Or it's you and no, we, the other ones um, are students? No, we hired a choreographer. Okay. And, um, and she's done some great stuff. That's um, not your strength is dancing? Um, <laughs> I was a good dancer in my day, but yeah. if you look at me, I'm not um, kicking my heels up right. uh, these these days. Um, but um, you know, having a trained professional come in and do so, and then um, Taylor Rogers is our our choral director here, and so he guides the voices, and then he puts together a pit orchestra as well. Yeah. Goodness, a pit orchestra? This yeah. is like a real play. Oh, no. Well, yeah. If you go to high school to high school, we're, oh, uh, we're probably more practical. I know of some schools that pay $10,000 for backdrops and have them shipped in. Really? And um, we usually are involved in a, a competition, the Schuler Hensleys, out of the um, 
Cobb Energy Center. Mm-hmm. But this year coming back, we want everything to be more relaxed because it could be tense knowing there are judges out there to, to decide your fate. And so, um, but yeah, all the theater programs get very, very serious. And it, at times it's very competitive from school to school. Yeah. Um, uh, I have some teachers that have kids at other schools. Oh, Dave, Dave. You know what they're doing over at Milton? They're doing such. Oh, really? Okay. All right. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you found the next Ryan Seacrest? Hello, Dunwoody. I don't know. There. Um, uh, I haven't had very many want to go into professional theater. I've had a lot of tech people. Yeah. That have gone on to um, professional uh, college tech programs. Mm-hmm. Um, at. Uh, uh, Ironically enough, when I taught in Bozeman, Montana, uh, students in Bozeman, Montana want to get out of Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. And so I have a lot of students that went on to uh, theater and to film there, more so than I have in, in Alpharetta or when I taught here. I had a good many go into professional theater in Alpharetta and maybe just a few here. There's probably more that can make it behind the scenes than on the screen, I would think. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. And, and not everybody can take that, and you have to have a, an intense endurance level yeah. for what you're going to get, and there's a lot of no's. That's why I like doing the speech program as well, because you go to a competition, you learn how to compete, you learn how to lose, and you learn. And we teach them that you may have been the best in the room, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be the one that's chosen by the judges. Yeah. And, and you can you can take that into the business. You can take I mean, oh, public it's universal. In front of anything. Yeah, yeah, it's universal. I call it the competitive arts, and so teaching um, students how to compete. Yeah, it's like teaching confidence almost. Did you do any theater? I can see you being a theater. Guy. I don't even remember Shambly High School having a theater program, but I think they did. I don't know. I mean. You were just that far away from yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember a big production and like going to it or anything like this. It feels like this, every kid here should want to go to it. Yeah. I went to Brookwood High School and we had a huge one. That was a, a big, I know about Brookwood. Yeah, that was a big theater school. Mm-hmm. Brookwood used to have a great speech program, speech and debate program. Really? Um, Leslie Watkins uh, okay. ran it. And then, you know, the, the problem is when someone retires, then it just sort of goes dormant. Yeah, somebody yeah. got to carry that on. Yeah, um, especially with speech and debate. Um, theater is, you know, getting a, a theater director in there is very important because of the facility and because of the coursework that you teach. Yeah. Well, what were, what were some of the other big shows that you've done? Oh, um, let me see. We did uh, Music Man here. We did Adam's Family. We did 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Uh, we've done um, The Good Doctor. We've done Almost Maine. Oh, my Lord, let me think. Um, we did, um, we tackled. Now, this was a, a challenge. I thought all my friends were saying, are, are you like crazy? Uh, but we did Shakespeare's Twelfth Night Ooh. in the fall, coming back for our first show. I wanted just to sort of come in with a new sensibility. And I thought, let's go for Shakespeare and see. And um, we spent, I had a very long rehearsal period. We spent about three weeks on just the book. And I gave them a, a more uh, modern interpretation and before we hit the Shakespeare. And it helped them find the meaning yeah. for the words. And then uh, 
everyone was amazed at how well they understood what they were saying and putting and you it take in the context. Big words away. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, we did it with the big words. Yeah. So, um, but they brought meaning to it, and and it was really successful. That's cool. Did you guys take a field trip down to the uh, the Shakespeare Tavern? We haven't done that, but the English classes they go to the Shakespeare Tavern. Is that in Atlanta? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I've heard of that. They during COVID they were uh, pulling names out of a hat in case some people couldn't perform that day, uh, and I guess everybody, all those actors, all know Midsummer Night's Dream that well that they can just take any part, or if they screwed up, it was just going to be funny, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, it's great. It's amazing. I mean, it is a little tavern, and you yeah. just watch Shakespeare. If you're trained in Shakespeare, then, um, yeah, you're able to, oh, okay, well, let me just look it over. Okay, I think I got it. <laughs> it, it comes back to me now. Right, and right. it's amazing to me because um, I, I didn't come from a program that really delved into Shakespeare that much, but those that are committed to Shakespeare in their programs, they know those shows. Do you um, ever work with a stage door? Do you ever have those guys come um, over? I've met with them because uh, we've had time where they've asked me to come in just for um, advisement for their um, youth programs yeah. and things like that. And I know that they have a new crew over there, and I've met both of them and talked with them. Yeah. And it seems so, like there'd be some sort of carryover where and, kids and, would go over And we there. share stuff. They lend us stuff, and we lend them stuff. And, and we built up a pretty big stock, I tell you. Um, doing theater is very expensive and um, the wood is the most expensive thing so when you build something you have to really pick and choose Um, well I use this a lot okay well let me store this and then you want to reuse your wood as much as possible now we built um, it actually was a porch for Oklahoma when I first got here from the uh, show I came to see of theirs and then um, my designer who came with me from Alpharetta she turned it into a Victorian home. Oh, yeah. And, and then you turn it around, and it is the parlor on the other side. And we use that for Music Man. Well, all my tech people are like, oh, let's take this apart. No, on your life. We'll find another <laughs> way to use it. my dead body. And it's just a gorgeous piece. And um, I, I tell you what, I say, if y'all are going to tear this thing up, I say, when I retire, I'm going to I'm going to take and roll it down the street to my house because it's just a wonderful piece and you never know when you're going to need a, a home on a set right. it's already there i am sure where, was, where do you store that though? oh there you go oh there you go yeah. you had to go there didn't you <laughs> uh yeah we're busting out of the seams and i had a talk with our principal and we've been negotiating about um getting a storage unit because we're at that point that uh uh we need to uh have a place to store yeah you've collected yeah. too many <laughs> yeah, we collected a lot, and uh, there's some pieces that just can't be broken down. Yeah. Do you uh, do any of the high schools in the area not have theaters, like massive theaters like you guys have? I guess the only reason that we were there was for the, the debate or the um, mm-hmm. candidate forum. Yeah, there are, some, nice. there are some schools, and I, I hear about that. And again, you know, if a school loses a teacher, sometimes they don't always replace them. Yeah. And... Um, and um, It'd be hard to do theater without an actual, you know, large mm-hmm. theater. Um, some programs will eliminate the program, but will have an after-school oh, okay. type drama program, and then they'll like hire somebody from the community to come in. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's not the same as um, training with the coursework. Mm-hmm. 
and then um, applying it into the shows. You ended on a sad note. What's that? A school with no theater program. A school with no theater. It's <laughs> <is a> sad. <laughs> Let me dab my eyes. But but that should get everybody inspired to go to see Mamma Mia or yes, other future ones. And <laughs> Mamma Mia is, what's the date? Uh, <clears throat> March 17th, 18th, and 19th at 7 p.m. And then the 20th at 2 p.m. Okay. Is it sold out? Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked. Oh. But, but we do. We do pretty much sell to capacity. Right. There's a lot of seats in there. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. You, you don't do it for the tickets, obviously, because it's, it's close enough you would know if it was... We got to pay for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and storage I now. like to spend money. And, uh, and like, people that we hire for this is like, oh, God, you think, how are we going to pay them? Okay. Oh, yeah, people will come. And then you yeah. think, oh, God, what if they don't come? Okay, so... Uh, um, but everything has a way of working out in theater. That's awesome. Well, I've heard great things about you. Thanks to it was Amy Dyke that um, mm-hmm. another Dyke there you go. Um, told me to to reach out to you. And so cool. Yeah, I heard you've done good things here. So I try. Thanks for making time for us. No, thank you. Thank you.